Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Women's Hair Loss Project podcast. I had debated whether or not to do this as a podcast or a straight video, this topic about PRP, where I'm at in my current journey. I probably attempted to make a video on this at least four or five times, longer videos, and I just never felt like my thoughts were completely together. And it wasn't anything I felt good about putting out there because it was just like I was putting out a big question mark. Since I finally really decided what I am going to do, and I decided due to the length of it, I'm going to actually record this as a podcast. I'll also put it out as video if anybody wants to just see me talking. So let me get straight to it. So if I had recorded this in January, it would be a very different video or podcast I would be discussing. If you don't know, I have been doing PRP therapy since November of 2009 with Dr. Joseph Greco in Sarasota, Florida. I have definitely seen results from that treatment. Otherwise, I wouldn't be flying from Los Angeles to Florida every four to five months for basically a decade. Having said that, over the last two years, I have definitely felt that the treatment has been less effective for me than it had in previous years. So there was still benefit to it, but I was experiencing more shedding between treatment and after the treatment, and it just wasn't what it was before, but still enough to continue to go. My last treatment was in November of last year. And I was shedding before I definitely continued shedding after. So when it came around time to January, I was on the cusp of trying to debate whether or not it was worth it to continue to have the treatment anymore because I wasn't sure if my body just kind of crapped out with the whole thing, which is entirely possible. I also want to put out there that whatever I say today doesn't diminish my thoughts on PRP or take away from it as a whole. It just is telling you where I'm at today and that basically I just want to make sure it's still known. It's still something that it's a treatment that I'll always have stood by or stand by as been effective for myself and for people that I know. And then also in full disclosure, there are many people that have also said that it hasn't worked for them, but I know plenty of people that it's worked for. So it's a treatment that I feel good sharing with others because it's something I know worked for me. And I only ever want to share things that I have found to be beneficial to myself, which is probably why I don't talk about a lot of things. So in January, I'm kind of going back and forth. Am I going to continue not go? I mean, the trips are long. There's no direct flights actually to Sarasota, Florida. And so they're, I always lay over in Atlanta. It's a long trip, very long, usually. It's a day of traveling, then the treatment, then coming back. It's kind of draining. I mean, just do the math. I've been doing this for a decade, every four to five months. I don't know that's the prescribed time frame for that all doctors would say that their patients need to have PRP. It's just something that I felt was effective for me. And I didn't want to change what was working, even though it was kind of a pain in the butt to travel, sucked it up, went, I always found it to be of tremendous value to do so. And it just helped me to live my life better as a person dealing with hair loss. I do wear wigs. And that's a huge part of my hair loss life, hair loss acceptance, and being able to live my life is having started to wear wigs in 2012. That's really ultimately what gave me the ability to have a life back. I don't think that if I had not had that, I would be where I am today in my journey. That was a real turning point for me was starting to wear wigs. So keep in mind, I started PRP in 2009, but really 
what changed things for me was wearing hair. But it all comes together as one picture of what I do to make it work in my life. I cut all of my hair off for the most part. When I say cut it off, it's shorter than most guys' haircuts. It's basically like military buzz in the back and a longer in the front to integrate when I pull out the frontal part of my hairline uh, with my wigs. So that does two things. It one keeps me from seeing the shed, which is one of the most debilitating parts of hair loss to me. If your hair is longer or has any length, when you comb it out, it's going there's going to be tangles, especially when it's probably long, thin, whatever, but there's going to be tangles and you're going to see strands and those long strands coming out in the sinks by kind of cutting most of it off. I more than likely ensure that I don't have to be part of that experience of it falling out because it's going to slide out of my head and directly into the drain. And that for me is a win. That was a reason for that. And secondly, when your hair is shorter, it tends to look thicker. So I've adjusted to wearing that type of haircut for a very, very, very long time. I haven't been able to make a ponytail with my own hair. I can't tell you when the last time was. So I do that. And then I wear wigs and I did PRP to help kind of tie it all together. PRP is basically also part of that foundation of what keeps the machine going where I can keep my short haircut and feel pretty okay in it. Even if I went to the gym like that, you know, I probably could. I do wear a beanie cap a lot of the time, but I could, you know, I felt okay enough. I'm able to use more, my hairline, not to the degree that I could previously by any stretch of the word. Back in 2012, when I started wearing wigs, I had a lot more hair to work with to integrate. I don't have that same luxury and it's been reducing over the years, but still enough to make it work. So it's part of the whole trifecta. It's, you know, PRP, short hair haircut and wigs and it's like when one of those without one of those it's like the my my little world is like it just kind of like crumbles if that makes sense at all because it's like a bunch of like I said it's like very convoluted in my brain and it's been very hard for me to try to get this thought and story to you guys to explain where I'm at in January debating whether or not to go right continue I should say fast forward to about a couple months ago my hair started shedding tremendously 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 I mean a lot a lot a lot now mind you I go every four to five months so now we're going on the six month I'm nearly identically at the six month mark of not having my PRP treatment and but with that even with that knowledge I don't feel like I should be shedding to the degree I am which goes back to my previous thought of is it working anymore yes I go every four to five months but it shouldn't be like bam six months and you're you know or five months and your hair is falling out I don't think that it should be that way because it really wasn't that way previously when I would go was like I wasn't just going and it was already in the shedding phase at times it was that way but I was just kind of going and it was just the routine to kind of keep it more of an an antigen phase and not in a telogen phase antigen meaning the growing phase and telogen is the wait antigen well I know telogen is the falling out phase okay it wasn't in the falling out phase when I was going now it seems it's just it's telogen all the time and I'm just I'm going during the telogen time there's telogen afterwards so that's really what makes me wonder or question if it's still working to the degree that it was before it's a different experience that I'm currently encountering over time people have asked me why do you continue to go to Florida when you live in Los Angeles and surely there must be people that are closer to you that do PRP you don't need to travel that distance or whatever but the thing is is if I find something that works whatever it is and I mean especially with my hair but I mean it's with like my nails it's with like the person that cuts my hair it's with the type of jeans I wear the flannel I wear I mean I'm somebody that sticks to something that works so I don't want to change I don't see the point 
point in changing anything that's actually working for me or trying to disrupt the process that's already been successful. That's also why I haven't gone out and tried a bunch of different wigs. I didn't see the point in doing so. If I found something that worked, it worked. I found a person for PRP that worked, it worked. I found someone that cut my hair, it worked until she moved away and then I had to find somebody else. You know, this will be obviously very all over the place. So my apologies in advance, but I just want to get this information out to everybody. So I kind of was getting a little bit down the last couple of months because all of a sudden, I told you I had three things holding me together or holding my situation together. You know, yeah, I've accepted that I have androgenetic alopecia, female pattern baldness. I've accepted my hair loss is progressively thinning. It's thinner year after year after year after year after year. But that I am slowing the progression with PRP is of, you know, peace of mind to me, you know, my wearing hair, being able to have the luxury to have the hair that I want, look the way I want, present myself to the world the way I want, keep my hair short, not see the shed. I've got all of that going. It's all factored in. And then boom, you take one part out of it. Now, one of the things that was kind of the glue of my system I had in place is now being taken out as a choice. I normally would buy a ticket now and be on a plane in an hour and in Dr. Greco's office like ASAP, given my current situation. That's not been an option or a choice. For the first time, not actually having a choice, the inability to have a choice just kind of like knocked the wind out of me. I mean, I obviously, I didn't choose to have hair loss. I don't, that's not a choice. But like I said, I still made it work. I made it work the way that I make it work for myself. But this now was no longer an option, even if just to say, I'll give it a shot. Let's see what happens. It was no longer there. No traveling. I actually have asthma. So even when traveling is a thing, it's going to be a long time until it's actually a thing for me or I feel comfortable doing so. Now what? I haven't been willing to try anybody else before. I don't like to change protocol. I don't like change, period. But I've kind of reached a place where I'm like, I kind of have nothing to lose. So about a week ago, I made the decision I was kind of down about this, by the way. I have to say that I was kind of down with inability to have a choice. You know, it's like I have 21 years of hair loss and I've rigged this system, right? I've I've started PRP in 2009. I started wearing hair in 2012. Shortly after wearing hair, starting to wear hair, I cut all my hair off. It's like I did all of this. I accepted all of this. And now I have this current situation. So after much debate on this, I have decided that I am going to try somebody local. Actually, it took me a long time to even make that decision that when they open up, I'm actually going to try someone local for PRP. If it does not prove to be effective for me, and my expectations are beyond reasonable, I am not looking to get my, uh, yet alone a full head of hair back. I'm not even looking to get two years ago back. I'm not even looking to get one year ago back. I'm looking to stop what's going on, meaning the shedding massacre in my shower. You know, when your hair at my length that is so short is wrapped in your fingers and on your shampoo bottle and all over your body, you're going through a severe shed because my hair is pretty short. So I'm looking to stop the shedding visibly for me. It can still slide out without my knowledge. And and I am looking to hopefully regain some ground. Let's say just back to my gosh, if I could just go back to maybe my last PRP treatment. Okay, so six months. Perfect. I can deal with that. My, I mean, my hair is still not in great shape, trust me, by any stretch of the word, but I can deal with that. I'd have more you know, hair to work with for my wigs. I'd feel better mentally about the whole thing. Those are my expectations, which are actually beyond reasonable for this treatment. If it does not work, which is totally possible, I will be shaving my head. And that's another choice that I have made because I 
after all of this time, I don't want to be, what's the word? I don't want to be taken or swept up by hair loss again, as I have felt like I have escaped the, the grips of it for so long with my system in place. One, two, three, right? Wigs, PRP, and keeping my hair really short. I don't want to be swept up in that process again. I don't want to be pasting hair on the wall of my shower. I don't want to be debilitated by the loss. I'm, a, I got to say it again. I have 21 years of hair loss. I don't want to go backwards. And so if this does not work, to provide me mental peace of my situation, to be good enough for my hair to be good enough for me, I am going to shave my head. New chapter will begin. And that's that. I want to also say that there is a tremendous value in taking an action or making a decision. I teetered so long back and forth about whether or not I was going to actually see somebody here. What was I going to do? Feeling that I had no choice when I, you know, I could shave my head, but I was just feeling like I had no choice. Sometimes you have choices and you feel like you don't have a choice, but there's tremendous value in making a decision and taking an action and whatever that in whatever that action is. And that could be in wearing hair for you, by the way, it could be like, you know, not sure you're going to want to try it out or try it. There could be a tremendous value in taking an action, making a decision, taking the action. Once I actually switch flipped in my brain where I was like, this is the plan. Going to try PRP local. Never would before. Not for a decade. That's part one. Part two, it doesn't work. Shave my head. Once I had that figured out, which seems like it should be so easy to figure out, which it was definitely not easy for me to figure out. Once I had that squared away in my brain, I instantaneously felt so much better about my situation. So much better. And I haven't technically done a thing different and my hair is still falling out and all of that but making a decision and knowing I'm taking an action and having that plan just made me feel better like literally overnight that can be applied to many situations in our life and in many situations regarding our hair loss and how we treat it and what we do with it um, whether it's wearing hair or not wearing hair or choosing to treat our hair or not treat our hair but finding peace in whatever that action is that you decide to do is so so valuable um, I should know that already but just experienced it so it's fresh on my brain and I definitely want to share that with everybody. I, I hope that information is of some value to somebody and kind of going through what I'm going through or can get something from that. I just a lot of people are constantly asking me what my update is on PRP, what my thoughts are on PRP. Am I still doing PRP? The answer is yes, I'm still doing PRP. What are my thoughts in it? I think it's a great treatment for the people that it works for. And I don't think that all doctors are doing it the same. And so not all results will be the same. So it could have worked for you maybe if you went to somebody else. I do think that's a factor. But ultimately, even in the most capable hands, I think that it doesn't work for some people. So yes, I do it. Yes, I believe in the treatment, but it seems to be kind of not working for me anymore, at least to the degree that it used to, but I'm willing to give it another shot and I'm willing to do that with a new doctor. Thanks so much guys for joining me for another episode of the Women's Hair Loss Project podcast. I will also be posting the video portion of this exact same conversation on my site, womenshairlossproject.com. So if you actually want to watch me while I record this, you'll be able to find it there. If you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at WHLP Network and on Facebook, Women's Hair Loss Project. If you have any ideas for show topics or suggestions, please feel free to drop me a line. I hope everybody is doing well and staying safe. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.